This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Exclusive video. My name is Bobby. The 4th of July parade suspect at his best friend's funeral. He was a really good friend. And little orphan Aiden. The untold story, straight from the hero father and son who saved him. Same dad shot, mom shot. And how do they tell Aiden that his parents are gone? Then, crying nurse backlash. She filmed video of herself getting emotional after one of her patients died. Did she go too far? So did all these nurses. And fast food freakout. After getting charged $1.75 for extra sauce, then rescue me. We got her. And me. And me. And me. One by one. How they all got out alive. Plus, death of a Hollywood icon. Come in. James Kahn, his final days. And don't look down, buddy. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi, and today for Deborah. Was this when the downward spiral began for the 22 year old suspect in the July 4th parade massacre? We've obtained exclusive video of the alleged shooter delivering a eulogy at his best friend's funeral. As Les Trent reports, many believe the loss deeply impacted his state of mind. My name is Bobby. It's extraordinary video of accused July 4th parade shooter Robert Bobby Cremo III. He was speaking at the funeral of his best friend in 2017. Whenever I was with him, it felt like I wasn't alone anymore. Like I had somebody there that was actually there. I really did love Anthony. He was a really good friend. I love his family. Cremo was 17. Michelle Robiar is the mother of the young man who died of a drug overdose. She says she now believes his death may have begun Cremo's downward spiral. Maybe Bobby didn't have anybody after Anthony. And, you know, when you have these crazy thoughts, who, who do you tell if there's nobody ever there to tell? Do you think if your son were still alive today that perhaps this wouldn't have happened? He was a, a bright light. In, in so many people's lives, and he helped so many people. The song, Spirit in the Sky, played at the funeral, apparently resonated with Cremo. He used the same song on one of his disturbing videos showing the July 4th parade route. Meanwhile, Cremo's father, Robert Jr., is speaking out for the first time. I love my son, but it's devastating to everyone involved. He owned a popular deli in the city, now closed. He also ran for mayor in 2019. 
Cremo is under criminal investigation for his role in helping his son obtain guns, despite a prior suicide attempt and threats against his own family. There is ongoing criminal uh, prosecution and criminal investigation, issues of culpability, liability. But Cremo's father says he did nothing wrong. I filled out the consent form to allow my son to go through the process. They do background checks, whatever that entails. This is taken us by complete surprise. Three days before the 4th, my wife had asked him, hey, do you have any plans for the 4th? And he simply said no. More evidence of Cremo's wacky behavior is emerging. He painted a huge mural with the words, God is not dead, on the side of his mother's house, along with this chilling image of a gunman with a smiley face. Meantime, thoughts and prayers continue to pour in for the two-year-old orphan who lost both of his parents in the shooting. Now, new details are coming to light about how little Aiden was saved when gunfire erupted. Here's Amber Cogliano. They are the hero father and son who rescued little Aiden McCarthy from the carnage in Highland Park. Tom Brooks and his son Morgan had just arrived at the parade when the shots rang out. As the panic crowd scrambled to get away, they saw little Aiden pinned under his grievously wounded dad. Morgan says, there's a boy, dad. And I said, let's go. And he's like, no, there's a boy. I didn't register at first. And then he showed me, he said, there he is. And he was like, let's go get him. I'm like, let's go get him. I tried to pull the boy from my nurse father by his arms, but he was, he was underneath him pretty good. So I think Morgan at the time helped me or helped, you know, held the guy get up a little bit, moved him up just enough so we can pull out Aiden from under his father. Kevin McCarthy was still breathing, clinging to life, blood pouring from multiple gunshot wounds. His wife, Irina, close by, apparently already dead. He was breathing, but he wasn't saying anything. He wasn't able to uh, speak, but he was able to breathe. They say Aiden, who was covered in his dad's blood, remained calm. You mentioned Aiden was talking. Uh, he was saying things. What was he saying? He said, dad shot, mom shot. And I would say to him, everything's going to be fine. I didn't know his name. You know, I, I didn't know. I was just talking to him, telling him everything's going to be fine. And that was, he just kept on saying that over and over again. He wasn't crying, very calm, you know, very wide-eyed. When we pulled him out from under his father, we inspected him, pulled his shirt up, because um, he had blood all over him. The brave little boy is now an orphan. What will he remember of the awful day that changed his life forever? How do you tell a two-year-old that his parents are not coming back? Sooner rather than later is better, as difficult as it is, because if you wait too long, then Aiden might feel like he was deceived in some way. It can actually cause a different type of traumatic reaction where he was expecting his parents to come back at some point for months before he finds out that they're never coming back. As Kevin McCarthy lay dying, this brave father and son tried to comfort him. We spoke to him at the end. We, we were telling him that his son's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. His son is safe. You know, that's what we were that's what we were telling him. They want the world to know that Kevin did everything he could to protect his son. You saw it. This man was saving his son's life. He was shielding his son in the last moments of his life. True hero. Unbelievable. On Friday, a funeral will be held for the eldest victim of the shooting as 88-year-old grandfather Stephen Strauss is laid to rest. 
Throughout the pandemic, we've all come to admire and respect the selfless work done by our nation's healthcare workers. But now, some are saying this nurse went too far, posting video of herself getting emotional after one of her patients died. Jim Murray has more on the backlash. This nurse has just lost a patient. Overwhelmed with emotion, she leans against the wall. Then she removes her mask and tries to shake it off. She still has five hours left in her shift. Her video is set to emotional music, and her camera is positioned to capture her movements perfectly. But today, the nurse finds herself under fire. Many people who've seen the video on social media are calling her self-promoting, and the video cringeworthy. Now the debate is raging. Did she go too far? I had a lot of people die on my watch during the pandemic, and this type of performative garbage makes me furious, says one healthcare worker. Let me set up the camera so I can cry, goes another edgy remark. It seems to be part of a growing trend. TikTok is filled with healthcare workers posting their anguish after a patient dies. This nurse sits on the floor lamenting the death of her patient. This healthcare worker is in the hospital parking garage, overcome by grief. Some comments are supportive. I'm sure it's hard to lose a patient. Sometimes you just want to feel seen. At the height of the pandemic, America fell in love with hero healthcare workers and their videos showing how they stayed upbeat during such harrowing times. So did this nurse go too far? We asked medical ethicist Professor Michael Gusmano. I don't think it rises to the level of being unethical. I thought it was probably mildly unprofessional and uh, a little bit attention-seeking. I just hope that the negative attention does not detract from the important work that nurses are doing. The nurse has since deleted her TikTok account. Now video that will have you on the edge of your seat as a family has to jump out of a window one at a time as a fire rages through their home. An apartment building is ablaze and a family is trapped on the second floor. Listen as a young child calls 911 and starts screaming. Now watch as they are rescued one by one. The first youngster in peril dangles, then drops. We got her! She is safe. The officer runs to the side of the building where he and other first responders and volunteers catch victim number two. Right after comes number three. Then four. Then five. The next victim takes a little more persuading, but number six finally makes it out. It happened so quickly, I don't think any of us really took the time to think. We just reacted. We spoke to some of the heroic rescuers. If we hadn't gotten there and gotten them out, it would have been fully engulfed. In all, five children and their grandmother were rescued from the blazing building in Madison, Indiana. One by one by one by one by one by one. Well, the family became trapped after flames had engulfed the stairwell. And imagine looking up and seeing this, a construction worker dangling from a crane high in the sky. So how did he end up there? This construction worker is hanging on for dear life as he dangles from a crane hundreds of feet in the air. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hang on. Hang on. He's terrified. Listen to his scream. Watch as his hard hat falls to the ground. Just let your heart out fall, bro. His co-workers are in disbelief, helpless to do anything. Oh my God, how the f- 
did this happen? The terrifying accident took place in Toronto after the construction worker's hand got entangled after hooking a load. Fortunately, he was slowly and safely brought down. Oh my God. So scary. The construction company confirmed the worker was not injured and the incident is under investigation. There were some very recognizable faces at the White House today as the president handed out the highest civilian honor, the Medal of Freedom. But there was a last minute snag when one honoree, Oscar winner Denzel Washington, could not attend because he tested positive for COVID. Still, the show went on. President Biden handed out 17 medals, and what a stellar list. Simone Biles. Simone Biles, the most decorated gymnast in Olympic history. Soccer gold medalist Megan Rapino. Gabrielle Giffords. Heroic former Congresswoman Gabby Giffords, a victim of an assassination attempt in 2011. Also, gold star father Kazir Khan, who gained national attention when he condemned former President Trump at the 2016 Democratic National Convention. Sandra Liza Lindsay. And look, there's nurse Sandra Lindsay, who became the first American to receive the COVID vaccine in 2020. Medals were also posthumously awarded to Senator John McCain and Apple co-founder Steve Jobs. Some sad news out of Hollywood today. Actor James Kong, who starred in The Godfather and a long list of other classic movies, has died. Here's what we know about his final days. James Kahn co-starred in what many consider the greatest movie ever made, The Godfather. He played Marlon Brando's hot-tempered eldest son, Sonny. You gotta get up close like this, but bing you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. The toll booth ambush where Sonny meets his end in a hail of bullets is a milestone movie scene. Kahn was born in Queens, New York in 1940, the son of a butcher. In one of his earliest movies, the western El Dorado, he appeared with the legendary John Wayne. Not just a second. Tell me about it later. I'll tell you now. I Shut don't... up. One of his best-known roles was the best-selling novelist held captive by Kathy Bates in 1990's Misery. Whatever you think about doing it, please don't do it. In the 2003 movie Elf, Khan played Will Ferrell's dad. You look like you came from the North Pole. <laughs> exactly where I came from. Last year, Khan enjoyed a renaissance as America celebrated the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. A year ago, he was also profiled on CBS Sunday Morning. I enjoy working. I love to work with good people. I have more fun when I'm working. And I have a lot of laughs. But age finally caught up with Khan. He was recently photographed looking frail, needing a walker. Okay, the Khan family, including his Hawaii 5 son, Scott Khan, said in a statement, it is with great sadness that we inform you of the passing of Jimmy. Khan's Godfather co-star, Al Pacino, says it's hard to believe that he won't be in the world anymore because he was so alive and daring. Barbara Streisand, who starred with Khan in Funny Lady, tweeted, I'm so sorry to hear about Jimmy. He was so talented. James Kahn was 82. Khan is survived by four sons and one daughter. He will be missed. We'll be back with much more Inside Edition after this. Next, fast food freakout. After getting charged $1.75 for extra sauce and best surprise ever. <laughs> Thank you. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible 
your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Around the world in seven years with his dog. We're walking this beautiful, quiet dirt road. Next, Inside Edition, she became the first dog in history to walk around the world. She grew up on the road, and this is the only life she knows. Then, secret revealed. He's not drinking, he's inhaling. What's inside the bottle? Next, in Edition. It's a total freakout inside a fast food joint by a very angry trio of women. And wait till you hear what set them off. Complete chaos inside a fast food restaurant as angry customers trash the place. The shocking video shows three women hurling glass bottles and all sorts of things at the servers. The violent episode happened around 4.10 in the morning at Bell Fries on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. At one point, they even leaped over the counter to continue their attack. So what got them so riled up? Can you believe they were reportedly furious about being charged $1.75 for extra sauce? All three women were arrested and faced multiple charges. Back with more Inside Edition after this. Still to come, best surprise ever. <laughs> Thank you. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. 
This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This is what happy looks like. Close your eyes, no peeking. Mom's got a big surprise for this little slugger. Put your hand out. He's going to his very first Phillies baseball game. Me and you? Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Just so sweet. When we come back, Duck Dynasty may have a new member. Finally, call him the Duck Call Kid. Quack, quack. <laughs> This little dude is perfecting his duck call. <laughs> Sign him up for Duck Dynasty. <laughs> Adorable. And that's Inside Edition for today. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.